Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. You are listening to episode 28 on Sunday, May, I almost said June. I, in fact, I kind of did say June. But on Sunday, May 19th, 2019, here's what's going on. Here's what's on my mind today. Uh, the curious case of Peter Francho, the Maryland State Comptroller. Um, Comptroller Francho has uh, long served in his office. He has served with distinction. And uh, he has uh, continued. I mean, I, I first became aware of Peter uh, when he was a mild-mannered uh, state delegate from uh, Tacoma Park. And uh, he was quite liberal, uh, much to the left of myself. Um, you know, very much questioning the need for uh, Baltimore and Maryland to spend on what later became Oriole Park and M&T Bank Stadium, uh, very much questioning of the fiscal choices that the state of Maryland made. And, um, you know, eventually, after some time in the legislature, um, after uh, William Donald Schaefer uh, chose to retire as the, uh, as the comptroller, uh, who he himself succeeded a... Uh, Another uh, legend in Maryland state politics, Louis Goldstein, as the Maryland state comptroller. I believe at that time he was, uh, Louis Goldstein was the longest serving statewide elected official uh, in the country. Uh, I want to say that that record has since been broken, but I know at that time uh, Louis had held the comptroller's uh, office for over 40 years. I want to say 44 years. Uh, and, um, you know, at that time he had set a record and then, uh, here came, uh, governor slash mayor Schaefer. And, uh, then to succeed, uh, Mr. Schaefer in came, uh, comptroller Franchot and, uh, people wondered what sort of controller they were going to get in this very, uh, liberal, uh, Montgomery County legislator and what they've gotten has been somebody who is very much a progressive populist, um, who has um, revealed himself to be very pro-growth, very pro-competition, uh, quite pro-business, um, just not necessarily pri quite uh, pro-big business, uh, pro-economic development, uh, pro-economic opportunity, uh, pro-economic fairness, um, many admirable qualities and uh, things that people would want in a, um, in a uh, democratic steward of funds. Um, but Comptroller Franchos underwent some, some real, uh, real assaults as of late, and uh, especially after Larry Hogan got elected governor of Maryland and uh, uh, the comptroller, the governor, and the state treasurer, uh, Ms. Nancy Kopp, sit as the State Board of Public Works. And um, what's a shame is that, um, you know, Comptroller Francho uh, agrees with Governor Hogan on many things that come before the State Board of Public Works, but 
you know, the fact of the matter is, these are not left or right things. These are not Democrat or Republican things. These are things that make sense to create a pro-growth, pro-competition, pro-small business culture in the state of Maryland, pro-entrepreneurship, pro-innovation. Maryland still has a long way to go to be as pro-innovation and as pro-entrepreneurship and pro-small business as it could be, uh, even by progressive standards. Um, But because Comptroller Francho chooses to agree with the governor, and, um, you know, I will admit there are some times that I, I think that uh, the controller can certainly stand to go the other way on things. But, um, you know, if you agree with 98% of what the person does while they're in the office, then they're a pretty good dude or uh, they're a pretty good lady, as the case might be. And, and such is the case with, uh, this, with, with our controller, Peter Franchel. Um, and it's also worth mentioning that Comptroller Francho earned the most votes of any statewide elected uh, Democrat, Democratic candidate in the state of Maryland in 2018. Uh, he outpolled the, uh, you know, the Attorney General, Brian Frosch, and he certainly outpolled the gubernatorial and lieutenant governor's candidate. Um, you know, who, of course, did not win, uh, was not successful in beating Governor Hogan. Um, but yet, um, but yet he's been, you know, uh, made out, you know, Francho has been made out to be a bad guy, uh, mostly by the uh, General Assembly leadership, uh, you know, who, you know, and I won't speak anything of uh, Speaker Bush since he's no longer in office. And we now have Speaker Jones. But uh, I find it kind of curious that the Senate president is, uh, you know, questions uh, Comptroller Francho's commitment to the state party and to Democrats when it's the Senate president himself who authorized uh, campaign mailers in the 2018 elections. And I'm pretty sure he paid for um, in, in possible swing districts or targeted districts by Republicans that mentioned how uh, the Democratic incumbent, um, you know, could work both sides of the aisle and could work with Larry Hogan. Uh, by contrast, I don't recall there being a single campaign mailer or ad uh, that had uh, Peter Francho's picture, uh, you know, or authority line to it or funding that uh, pic- that uh, had a picture of himself, Governor Hogan, and, you know, said Democratic incumbent or candidate. So I find that all very interesting. Some very interesting situational ethics there. But uh, this contempt for the controller has also gone down to the rank and file of the Democratic Party. And uh, I was very dismayed on Facebook to see a post from a member of the Democratic Central Committee here in the land of milk and honey, Howard County, Maryland. Um, You know, this person is a friend of mine, and I I supported his election to the Central Committee last year. Um, But, um, you know, a little background. The governor, uh, as did uh, Comptroller Francho, can't remember if if, uh, Comptroller Schaefer did this, but Controller Francho has uh, done what Controller Goldstein did for many years, and he hands out coins. Uh, and his coins are nice. Louis' coins were uh, 
plastic. Uh, Peter's coins are metal. And they say, God bless, you know, and Peter, uh, Peter's uh, or Louis's uh, coins say, God bless you all real good on it. And Peter's coins, you know, are very nice. They're metal. They're heavy. They're enamel. And they say controller of Maryland. They have the state flag on it. It's pretty cool. And, um, you know, a local Democratic activist mentioned that she had received one of these coins, in fact, from the uh, attorney general who had an extra and gave it to her. And so this member of the Central Committee said, well, um, this would make a good coaster or a urinal cake. Really? A urinal cake? That's ridiculous. I can even chuckle at the coaster thing. But something for people to pee on, I don't get it. You know, and I know that this person has some issues with the controller, disagrees with him on some issues that are near and dear to him. But you know what? Get over it. Um, Because as Wiz Khalifa tells us, Peter Francho won, won, won no matter what. And he won, won, won no matter what in places where our governor and lieutenant governor candidate lost, 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 no matter what. So I find this a little bit ridiculous, and I think it ought to stop. Uh, There is a spectrum of belief and a spectrum of ideology in the Democratic Party. That's what makes us different than the Republicans. That's what makes us stronger than the Republicans is our diversity, unity through diversity. Look at how Republicans are falling in lockstep behind Donald Trump. You know, there's no room for a Hogan Republican, although Hogan's too stupid enough to understand it. Um, There's no room for a John Kasich Republican in the Republican Party anymore to say much less closer to home of a Mac Mathias Republican or a Connie Morella Republican, or God forbid I say this, probably even a Roscoe Bartlett Republican. Maybe not the last one, but certainly the other ones I mentioned. So for Democrats to jump on and make snarky, snide comments, especially, oh, by the way, Democratic Party officials can make snarky comments about um, the state's highest vote getter amongst all Democratic candidates in 2018 uh, really shows a level of ignorance. And it's a disturbing level of ignorance. And I hope it's not indicative of the beliefs of the upper echelons of the Democratic Party and of the Democratic establishment. Uh, I don't believe, I mean, I've actually, I actually met the state party chair, Dr. Cummings, at Comptroller Franchos swearing in uh, in January and had a nice conversation with her. And so I don't believe she feels this way. Uh, And so I hope that this person's beliefs are in the very, very small minority. But, you know, I go on social media and everybody has an opinion and everybody's an electronic superstar. And, um, you know, there certainly does seem to be that contempt there. But for Democrats to truly be successful, and I'm going to have said it before, I'm going to say it again. For Democrats to truly be successful in 2020, 2022 and beyond, it's not going to be a left-wing election. It's going to be an election where everybody in the Democratic spectrum, 
whether you are very far to the left, whether you are left center, whether you are in the center, maybe even if you're a little bit center right on some issues, uh, it's going to be an election where all of those people are needed, all, all hands on board, because the alternative is simply something that's not tenable. And if we do unify, when we unify, we win, and we win big. And frankly, I would much rather win and then argue about things once we're in power than be in the wilderness looking like the gang who can't shoot straight. And anyone in the Democratic Party who wants to place candidates on some sort of litmus test that is anything beyond um, being pro-choice, being pro-diversity, being pro-inclusion, being pro-women's rights, being pro-LGBTQ uh, rights. Anybody who wants to argue and fuss on issues of, say, taxes or small business incentives, um, you know, they're, uh, they're barking up the wrong tree. And uh, they're probably not as uh, astute a political observer as they may think they are. I think I've said enough about this issue. Wonder how I feel on this, how I feel about this subject. Uh, Peter Francho, good guy, needs respect, love, and uh, admiration from Maryland Democrats. Let's get to it, guys and gals. My name's Bill Woodcock. You've been listening to Forward Maryland. I hope you've enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.